Oh, my lord, you wouldn't believe it. Oh, yes, I would. <laughs> I would suck his dick. <sighs> so what are you ladies discussing? Um... <clears throat> Books? Welcome to the Nerd Blitz Book Club! Pull up a seat and pull down your pants. Listen to us read and go on rants. Joining us this week for the Nerd Blitz Book Club. I'm Doom. And I'm Fitz. <laughs> Somebody can't do the intro right. <laughs> uh, I was trying to do Sidious, but I kept fucking up and doing the main show intro. And you want to know what makes it even sadder? What's that? I've got a card right here with the intro written on it that I was <laughs> reading, and I still couldn't get it right. Read fail. Hey gang, thanks for joining us this week for the Nerd Blitz Book Club. There, I did it. There, good job. Uh, it doesn't, I don't know if that sounded right, but I don't care. I did it. I read it right in a voice. It's all I care about. Um, And we're back with Star Wars Dark Disciple by Christy Golden. <laughs> yes, this week we will be doing chapter 16 and 17. I thought we were reading them. I didn't know we were doing them. Well, we already read them. Now we're going to do them. Oh, yeah. Cue the sexy music. Bow, chicka, bow, chicka, bow, chicka, bow. Did that get too creepy? Yeah. I'm not I'm not cleaning your paper cuts. Ah, <laughs> uh, so yeah. Some shit happened last week and now we're going to talk about some shit that happened this week, right? Lots of little shits happening. No big shits, really. Yeah, they're just chipping away. Well, I mean, there's some big shit this week. Yeah. Which we'll get to. It ends with some big shit, I guess. Yeah. Don't forget to wipe. <laughs> <laughs> So last week, Ventress continued uh, Voss's training in the dark side, and where we left off is um, she basically informed him that he was going to have to perform this Night Sister rite of passage, where he has to summon this dark side creature and dominate it with his dark side will and uh, get it to remove a piece of its body because it's a component they needed to make some potion. Uh, and I swear to God, this is Star Wars, everybody. I, I swear. know. Doesn't it sound really weird? <laughs> like I said last week, I, I'm not like a big, huge fan of this whole sleeper thing. Yeah. It seems, seems a little, I don't know, cliche or something. I don't know what, but. It's a little out there. When you talk about the Night Sisters, too, that's a little out there. I think I've said this before. Yeah, it's way like, out there. If you don't watch it, it's going to sound stupid. I, I know it will because I think you and Ross both told me about some kind of magic Night Sister stuff. Mm -hmm. And it was like, what the fuck? fuck are you talking about that sounds retarded yeah but when it, you watch it it makes a lot of sense yeah out of context it sounds pretty dumb 
Yeah. So, again, we've said this many times. If you haven't watched The Clone Wars, get to it, because it it's amazing. That's where it left off, was Asajj was taking him back to camp to um, go over the plan of, like, what he needs to do and how this whole thing is going to work and how he's going to be able to defeat this beast. They did a bunch of training last time, and guess what? When we left off, they're getting ready to do more training. Yep. Cue the montage <laughs> music. This time, water training. Because you know what she gonna do. He's practicing holding his breath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and things are gonna get wet. Oh. <laughs> so this is where she, like, breaks it down for him uh, and, and tries to make it crystal clear to him that... Because he's real cocky and thinks this is not gonna be a big, big, big deal or difficult for him at all. Well, I mean, is he really that cocky? I, I think he is kind of... Well, not cocky, but confident. Like, he's not... He's not scared by this. You know what I mean? He, yeah. He, he thinks this is, you know, it even says, like, you know, I respect your night sisters and whatever, but, like, I'm a fucking Jedi master. I'm a grown man. Yeah. But, I mean, like, but, she's but telling that's... him she has a aqua breather, and mm -hmm. then she's got a pair of goggles that'll let him see beyond the vis visible spectrum, and he's like, no, that doesn't feel right. The whole point of this test is to, you know, demonstrate his ability to use the Force. Right. So... I didn't really take it as cockiness. Yeah, but know? I mean, yeah, but I, but he doesn't, but I took it to be that he was a little overconfident because he didn't, up until that point, really grasp the concept that, yeah, it's a test of your ability to use the Force, the dark side of the Force, which he is yeah. not, he is not at all adept at. Yeah, but I mean, he seemed, as you said, he, you know, tells her he respects it, and then he says, I'm not a youngling. Mm -hmm. But to me, I didn't really get a sense of overconfidence. It felt like, you know, he was trying to be as respectful as he could. Yeah, I guess I so. didn't get the cockiness or confidence or whatever. Continue. No, that was all. That was that whole section, basically. It was their little conversation about, uh, you know, her making it clear to him that you can't use your normal abilities. You gotta, you gotta tap into the dark side in order to control this thing. Yeah. Then he kind of strokes her a little bit, not in a dirty way, and tells her, I've got the best coach in the universe who has a vested interest in seeing us survive, which again goes back to them, you know, getting it on and stuff. Right. Yeah, they've bonded in many ways. Yeah. And as we're going to see many in like the many. next little section here, even more so than, than Asajj really wants to admit to herself, I guess, or wants to see until Voss lays it all out for her. Yeah. In a pretty surprising way. That The end of that first section, though, real quick, for uh, 16, has a nice little callback to what she called him in that first chapter when she met him. Oh, the idiot. Yeah, she says, don't forget that idiot, and he says, never plants one on her. So, as you said, in this next section, where he's training in the oceans and shit, yeah, cause and getting presumably, more comfortable with him. Yeah, presumably part of this test is going to be him in water with this beast. So she wants to make yeah. sure he's he's strong enough to swim with this thing or, you know, to hold his own underwater. Yeah, because as we said before, this sleeper creature that he's going to be taking a piece or be forcing to give up a piece of himself, it lives in the pools of the water in the caverns on Dathomir. So part of the plan is to lure it out of the water onto land where he'll have an advantage, but there's no guarantee that that's going to work. So they have yeah. to prepare and be be sure that he's able to handle himself in the water too so the beginning of this next section of the of what chapter 16 mm -hmm. yeah it's them 
training him in the water and whatnot. And then they kind of get out of the water and start to have a little conversation that changes the whole game for him. Yeah, he basically asks her, like, what happens after... Yeah, what happens after they kill Dooku? Yeah, yeah, she's like, what about after? She hasn't even considered the possibility that something could happen other than, you know, they kill Dooku and they go their separate ways. Well, actually, you know, she brings it up. She tells him, it will be hard for you to go back to the Jedi, but it's possible. Well, yeah, because that's what she thinks he's talking about, was he he asks her what yeah. happens after, and she's like, oh, well... Okay, yeah, sorry. You, know, you, can, you can go Stick back to the... Head. You'll be able to go back to the Jedi. It, it might be difficult, but it's possible. Yeah, and then he drops a fucking huge bombshell right in her lap. Right, he's like, I don't want to go many. back. <laughs> yeah, I want to be with you. She got that magic pussy. Yeah, it, clearly. If it can fucking pull you away from the Jedi Temple where he spent, you know, 30 or 40 years, not quite sure which. That shit makes you okay with using the dark side, okay? Yeah, you want you some of that Night Sister Strange, because... Apparently that shit's life-changing. Put shit into focus in a big, bad way. <laughs> right here, talking about it changes you in a big, bad way. I read, again, out of context, his quote is, I can't walk away from this, and I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they're having a talk about it, and he basically says, if he can't be with her and be a Jedi, he's walking away from the Order. He's come to the realization that it's ridiculous to not be able to have a companion. No, not just a companion, not to have her. Well, that's what I mean. Cause, yeah. Yeah, I know, but I mean, I'm being specific because he knows with her history with the Jedi, there ain't no way they're going to be like, oh, yeah, it's cool. Oh, yeah, Even that, if, that makes it that makes it that much worse. Yeah. Like, they wouldn't be cool I mean, with it anyway, but the fact that it's her, it's like... Yeah, because, I mean, there's always, always just a slim little chance that they'd be like... Okay, we'll allow it. Again, it's not a big fucking possibility, but there's a slim chance. But her specifically, ain't no fucking way. After all that she's done to the Order, all the fights and shit she's had with Obi-Wan, ain't no fucking way in hell they'd be like, oh yeah, bring her in, let's have fun. Right, or the Jedi that she's killed. Yeah, and I mean, she was a Jedi herself at one point, sorta. Ain't no way. Ain't no fucking way. Yeah. But to even, to underscore how serious he is, he takes off his little bracelet or whatever that has this communicator that he keeps in touch with the Jedi Council with and just fucking smashes it with a rock. That was fucking unexpected. And he's like, it's just you and me now. Yeah, yeah, he tells her, for now it's just you and me, and it's like, okay. And then he sweeps her off her feet and carries her back to the ship. Yeah, because they're going to do some fucking again. Mm-hmm. But, but they get interrupted. Yeah, since it is a kid's show, they get interrupted. Which, again, I said it last week, I gotta say it again, though. I wonder if their relationship would have been this graphic on screen. Because, like, he kisses her, and then he picks her up, and starts walking her, presumably, to go fuck. Well, maybe not. Maybe they're just gonna, like, play Parcheesi or something. <laughs> nah, yeah, they're just gonna play solitaire and read books all night. Yeah, sometimes you do that. That's what adults do, isn't it? Sometimes. Okay. Depends. Do they have kids? Uh, not yet. <laughs> They're going to make some. Or, no, I mean, never mind. Nothing to see here. Move along, move along. The Jedi can control their control their bodies real, real well, right? So they can, like, cleanse themselves of poison and control their breathing and, you know, lower their heart rate and stuff like that. Yeah. Do you think he could, like, command his sperm to, like, stay inside? Like, guys, don't go out today and then... You mean, can he be like Sting and be all tantric? No, 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 no. I mean, like, it's like, um, like, force contraceptives. Well, 
Okay, I mean, I'm going to take this question really seriously, okay? Yeah, I I took it I took it as surprisingly serious. I thought, I thought it was going to come out and be a ridiculous joke, but then I'm like, hey, man, that's like actually not a bad question. Well, in the Republic Commando novels of the old EU, yeah, there was this Jedi woman. I can't remember her name. Halata Vagina. No. Oh. No. I can't remember her name, but I'm pretty sure that wasn't it. Okay. Her and one of the clones under her command kind of started getting it on. Well, clones are sterile, though, aren't they? Uh, no, not in this case. Oh, Because hmm. he impregnated her, and as soon as he fucking got up in them guts and shot his wad, she could feel the baby forming, and she... I don't know if she tried stopping it, or if she encouraged it and made it grow faster, better, stronger. Whoa. That's fucking heavy. You talk about fucking weird shit for a Star Wars book. I know. But... Again, it's just like Clone Wars. Out of context, it seems really fucking weird and strange. But in the context of these books, it works. Hmm. And she eventually had this dude's kid. Hmm. And the Mandalorian that trained this group of commandos, because in the old EU, in these books specifically, what it was was Django gave his DNA, okay? And then he went and grabbed different Mandalorians and shit to help train them so they knew their heritage of, you know, being Mandalorian. And this one dude, Cal Scarita, Cal Scarata, something like that, I don't know. His name was Cal. He kind of took the kid away from her because I guess he felt she should have stopped it and didn't because mm. of her love for, I think his name was Darman. That was the clone, D-A-R-M-O-N or M-A-N, I'm not sure. Uh, but Cal thought that she should have put a stop to it, but she didn't. So he took the kid to raise as a Mandalorian. And then, spoilers, she ended up getting dead. And there's this real heartbreaking scene in, in the end of one of the books. I think the end of the second book, maybe, where, like, Darman actually meets this kid, her kid, and he doesn't know it's his kid. Mm -hmm. But, you know, since all the clones look alike, he can sort of see himself in the kid. Yeah. And he just kind of, you know, plays with the kid and moves on because, again, he doesn't think it's his kid. And then he finds out it is his kid and it kind of fucks with his head a bit. As it would. Yeah. It's surprising that you brought that up because while it's not, you know, a dude trying to fucking take the potency out of his swimmers. Mm -hmm. it, there has been sort of a version of this issue brought up in Star Wars. Hmm. I guess I'm not as brilliant as I thought. No, I mean, it is, it's a good question. It's an interesting question. That if you take it seriously, it'll lead you down some interesting paths. Even without, like, you know, the Republic Commando novels, it, it is an interesting thought to have. I was just thinking I'd like to be able to do that. What? Knock your swimmers down a peg? Yeah, just like, give them the night off. <laughs> There's a joke in there, but I'm gonna let it go. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, specifically to answer your question i would say yeah there is a good chance that he could be like okay guys tonight go out for a couple beers because i got this mm -hmm. your services are not required yeah no shit be like fucking no i won't mention harry potter again <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah they go to have a little humpty hump and get interrupted by one of her informants who tells her they found dooku He's going to be on Raxus. Yeah. Now, that name sounds familiar. Where is that from? 
I'm not 100% sure, but I remember the I remember the planet being called Raxus Prime. Yeah, Raxus Prime. Where, where where was that from? Didn't we just read something with that or wasn't that just in something? I'm not sure, but as soon as I read it I read Raxus and was like Raxus Prime. I've heard of that. Yeah, me too. I put the prime at the end too. So that's yeah. definitely something I should have looked up. Um, I mean, if you give it a second, we can do it now. Okay. I'm going into Wikipedia now. Holy shit, for real? If I've got this right, yeah, it's in the novel in the video game for the first Force Unleashed game. Hmm, okay. Because, let's see. I was going to say, I don't think that's where I know it from, but maybe. It's definitely where I know it from, because I've played those games, and I love those games. Um, here, this is the history. After surviving Order 66, Pratis, I'm not, I don't remember who that is, fled from civilization to the junkyard planet Raxus Prime. It had a junk temple on it, uh, which was a makeshift replica of the Jedi Temple on Coruscant, made by this Jedi Knight Kazdin Pratis. Hmm, okay. It's where he hid out from the Empire. Oh, in a temple that looks just like the temple on Coruscant? That's a pretty smart move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it looks almost exactly like it, too. Oh, it's a good, good, good plan. I guess he just figured, you know, the planet would be enough to hide him. He could... See, this makes me wonder if he thought that the design of the temple helped the Jedi with their... Oh, like, focus, focus their force energy or something yeah but yeah that's where i know it let's see if there's hmm. any other result because i saw another one that, that's not where it sounds almost like the planet where maul was discovered i mean the similarities between them is pretty fucking stunning but here it says that it's the home planet of the confederacy which i, I mean they call it home turf and they say it's the capital of the confederacy of in, independent systems right but wasn't that, uh, what's Dooku's home planet? I thought that was the capital. No, that's just where he hangs out. That's where his his retreat is or his, whenever you see him like in sleeping or yeah. like in this, like in the Night Sister episode where at the end of that, Asajj breaks into his house to kill him. That's, yeah. on, that's on that planet, but I can't think of the name of it, but it's not Raxus Prime, it's something else. Well, it know. says here that Raxus was a lush world on the Outer Rim Territories that served as the capital planet of the Confederacy of Independent Systems during the Clone Wars. I don't remember that. Mm. Right? No, I do remember there was an episode of the Clone Wars where they went to, uh, they actually showed, like, the Senate, the the Separatist version of the Senate. Yeah, with uh, Senator Bonteri. The episode where Padme went to meet her. Let's leave it at that for now. We'll move on. Yeah, long story short, they found Dooku. He's making an appearance on Raxus. Asajj is kind of, like, not terribly happy about it because she thought they would have more time together before they have to do this incredibly dangerous yeah. mission where it's likely that maybe neither one of them even survives yeah and not only that they've still got to take on the sleeper right so yeah so that pushes up his his the date of his test if you will he's not yeah he's not really ready but uh he insists that he is ready so she's like fine let's go do it then and that's the end of chapter 16 yeah they head off to the village in the mountain and yeah so basically the big revelation from that chapter is boss is like completely drunk the kool-aid and he's um i'm done with the jedi i want to be with you yeah. and that i'm not going that back milky white puss puss oh gross <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going back, so we're going to go kill Dooku and then live happily ever after, is his thought. Yeah. 
chapter 17, they're in the cavern, and they're, you know, he's getting ready to take the dip. Yeah, well, he's she takes him to the pool where the sleeper lives, and it, it's not Which, like it's not like any of the other ones. It's um, the other ones kind of glow or kind of yeah. like glowing blue, and this one is like almost black. And see. This right here, this throws me off. She says, um, as they're looking at one of the other pools, she says, this is where I truly left behind, left being a Sith behind, where I became a Night Sister. I was too old and experienced to call the sleeper. So why is it okay for Voss to do it if she was too old to do it? Well, maybe it's just she was past the age of, and, and more experienced than when the Night Sisters have to do it. But, but yeah. I mean... But who knows, because as we're going to find out, she's not really telling all the whole truth here. That seems really weird to me why he wouldn't question that. She says, I'm, I was too old and experienced. Again, yeah. as we worked out in the first episode, it seems like he's probably older than her. Yeah, I would say so. But then again, he's, but then again, he's not, he's not as... Steeped in the dark side? Yeah, he's not as experienced in the dark side is probably the, the factor. Like, she's already a master of the dark side by the time she comes back to the night sisters so there's probably True. no there's probably no benefit in her trying to control the sleeper because she could do it easily yeah that's true but that just seemed weird to me yeah i didn't know if it stuck out to you at all or not man a little bit but that was one of those things that i just let i just let it go by yeah okay continue but yeah she says uh this is where she was reborn and became a true night sister and uh he, he asked her was it by magic and she said kind of but mostly it was just choosing to leave the sith behind so it sounds yeah. like she has completely like renounced sith she's not like maul where she's desperate to get back in she's like he turned on me so yeah so i'm done Fuck with him. you fuckheads yeah i don't know why but for some reason in chapter 16 i had something about her being bipolar and i don't remember why because she's fucking crazy as shit. True. Real quick, because I'm looking at my notes now. Surprisingly, we're a half hour in and I haven't looked at my notes yet. <laughs> um, For chapter 16, I, I did want to mention this. Seeing her, how loving she is with him, it's a great way to show that she has grown. It kind of goes back to your point about she's actually left the Sith behind. Mm -hmm. That yeah. in chapter 16 is a good way to show it. Yeah, and the fact that you know she's allowing herself to be that way to be almost mm -hmm. almost vulnerable with them that she like she wouldn't be with anybody else yeah so yeah while that was for last chapter it goes to prove your point just then so the time has come and he's got to uh he's got to try to call this beast from the depths and try to get him to come out onto land and I kind of missed it at first. I thought he actually, because it says he puts the, the aquator breathing apparatus thing in his mouth. I thought he actually yeah. went in the water from the beginning, but he doesn't. He's standing there on the bank, and he's just kind of like... That was kind of murky to me, too, because yeah. it felt like he was sort of swimming down, and then it felt like he was standing on the lip of the yeah, no, pool, he was, and it's like, he, wait a minute. Yeah, no, he was definitely standing on the edge of the pool, and he and but the way they described it, he's like seeing, he's using the force to go down through the water, and he's, yeah. he's seeing all the different fish and creatures and shit that live down there and he's, yeah, searching, yeah, yeah. he's searching for the sleeper and he finally yeah. finds him and like wakes him up he can tell that it's like this thing's been asleep for years and years and it's just dreaming peacefully and so yeah. it even says it's like he's conflicted like part of him wants to just let him sleep because he but the know, other part of him knows he's got to do what he's got to do right so you know it goes into his mind and tells it to wake up and, and did you get the feeling that he had his like they said in that one episode of clone wars where it was mace anakin and obi-wan all you know outstretched hands looking at uh uh, yeah. Cad Bane. 
Yeah, that's what I thought. You feel like he kind of had his boy band moment there? Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, I think his hand was out for sure. Because, you know, the force the force doesn't work unless you got your hand up like that. Oh, okay. Is that a fact? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think it's a rule. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. Or at least you just look <laughs> cooler doing it. You'd be kind of weird if you're just standing there, your hand's in your pocket, and all of a sudden a beast comes out, and you're like, oh, what's up? <laughs> so, yeah, spoilers, he does lure the beast out of the water. Asajj tells him that everybody sees the beast kind of differently. Some have seen it with pincers. Some have seen it with tentacles. Right. Well, guess what? Turns out it has all of those things. <laughs> yeah, we once again get another Han Solo moment. It's true. All of it. It's like each each person sees a different part of it, I guess, when they're... But yeah. When it comes out of the water, well, it's got all of it. It's got big pincer arms. It's got big clump club uh, club arms and like tentacles and. Talking about you know the Han Solo moment of it's true all of it as he's trying to get the thing to come out of the water. What word does he use? Awaken, awaken. Oh yeah. That's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this big fucking sleeper beast comes out and wide awake and comes after him is like come on little man you want a fucking dick let's dick the beast doesn't talk <laughs> yeah i thought it was cool the they talked about the sleeper's eyes like they're like this yeah. lavender color and they're like his each eyeball is like as big as his head as big as Voss's yeah. head he talks about he's he had known species where they could see like more colors than others, you know, because their eyes were more complex. Yeah. And he said he had never seen eyes quite like this. And he was. Do you know what this reminded me of? What? Zillow Beast. Oh, yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were talking about its eyes and shit, too. Yeah. Well, he it says he, he wonders, could it be that this thing is so hard to control with the force because his eyes can actually see the force? Yeah. Which I thought was kind of fucked up. That would be fucked up if, like, it, it could see the force around it being manipulated and it would know that somebody's trying to control him or to try to do something to him, you know? How do you think it would see the force? Would it see, like, a mist sort of being controlled or something? Mm, I don't know. It could be, could be, or it could be, like, infrared, or it could be, like, a, an aura. Yeah. Who knows? It could be anything. that's what I, when I read that about seeing the force, it's like, well, I wonder how it would see the force. What would the force look like? Mm-hmm. Would you see these little spores kind of like coming together and like a hand, a cartoon hand luring somebody closer to a good smell? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Sorry, I've been watching a lot of Scooby-Doo lately. <laughs> <laughs> it, looks, it looks like the stink lines coming off a pile of garbage. and a... <laughs> <sighs> So, yeah, the thing, the other thing that really struck me is, again, I think we've said it every episode. This would have been amazing to see. Oh yeah, every time we, every time I finish a chapter it's like, fuck, I wish this would have been on screen. Yeah. Like I said, I know we say it pretty much every episode, but it's true. It's like these certain things happen like the chases or the montages or whatever. This mm. huge fucking beast. Just imagine the ant that is Quinlan Voss standing looking up at this huge fucking beast it'd be a lot like the zillow beast like i said right and it would be just stunning to watch but that might be a good reason why it didn't happen because it would be too similar to the zillow beast you know yeah but i still want it <laughs> yeah so eventually he kind of he has to wrestle it wrestle it with its will and yeah eventually he does let his anger take over and he, he really digs deep and gets that dark side rush and tells yeah. it just wills it to obey him and he does it just freezes freezes in place and that's when that's when he's like 
he yells out to Asajj and is like, hey, what am I supposed to do? Do I have to make this thing cut off a piece of its body now, or do I have to do it, or what? She just tells him, no, you don't lose concentration, but fucking listen. Fucking throws him for a loop and tells him, you gotta kill it. Yeah, yeah, this this was all bullshit. You don't, we're not taking anything off of it. I need you to kill this thing now. And again, his Jedi training kind of kicks in for a second, and he's like, wait, what the fuck? I'm, I can't kill it. Right, he's like, like overcome with pity for this thing because it's a totally innocent, dumb creature that knows nothing, doesn't know right from wrong or, or anything. So he's basically got to kill this thing in cold blood and he doesn't think he can do it. And much like the Zillow Beast, it could be the last of its species. So why would he want to destroy the last of its kind? And as he's fucking going over this, the beast strikes out and grabs him. Yeah, because even though she said, don't lose your concentration, he fucking lost his concentration, of course. Yeah, because she fucking dropped a bombshell on him at the last second. Yeah, so he lost his grip on this thing, and so now it's attacking him, and it fucking grabs him with the tentacles and drags him back into the water with him. So, yeah. there, there you go, the plan failed, and now he's in the water. Without his and, uh, oxygen breather, because yeah, it got knocked out of his hand. Say. So the beast is fucking got its tentacles wrapped around him, squeezing the fucking shit out of him, and taking him deeper and deeper into the water. And all the while, he's got to remain calm, remain in tune with the force, and try to fucking fight back. But does he? Mm, not so much. Kind of gets a little yeah. angry. Uh, yeah, and fucking thing starts crushing him, basically. And it takes him a few minutes, but he does sort of get control again well actually he can sense that like or he can tell that the thing's about to hit him with one of his club arms yeah and this is like he like force pushed the thing's arm as it was coming at him and like redirected his arm and he made the thing punch itself in his own face so he's the bully going stop hitting yourself stop (laughs) hitting yourself he like force deflected the blow and made it go into the creature's face yeah so he ended up clubbing himself in the face and that that let him get free, and he got back to the surface. Doesn't he kind of convince the fucking thing to come back up again? Yeah, he comes back up, and he calms him down again, gets control again, and then that's when that's when he has to make his choice. Is he actually going to kill this thing or not? Asajj finally convinces him because she says, like, you know, you're going to have to kill Dooku probably in cold blood, and can are you going to be able to do it? I need to know that you can do it. And tells him, if you can't do it now, how are you going to be able to do it then? Right. Your Jedi compassion's gonna control you and destroy everything we've worked towards. Finally he just he does he makes his decision and he lets he lets his um anger and whatever take over and you know, he just commands the thing to die and it fucking strangles, suffocates to death and, and writhes in pain and suffers and finally just dies. Yeah. And it's you know, falls back into the water and just floats there lifeless. Which was kind of fucked up. That would have been a fucked up scene to watch. I know, right? Mm-hmm. They did some really fucking dark shit on Clone Wars, but this would have been fucked up to see him just, you know, throttling it with the Force and watching it wriggle and stumble around and flail and then flop down in the water and just float there. Yeah, and afterwards, you know, seeing him, like, and I think the sentence, he has many thoughts after it's over and none of them that he really speaks. But there's, like, he has the desire. He doesn't want to talk about the desire he has to do it again. Yeah. Like that it, it actually felt good to kill this thing or not to kill it, but the, the power to feel that power. Yeah. And, uh, and, and he tells her the Jedi have always taught that the dark side is the quick and easy path. And she kind of tells him, yeah, and you need to be careful because it kind of is. Right. She's trying to make sure he knows like it, it will consume you if you let it. So be aware. So, which makes me wonder like, 
reading this this chapter made raised more questions about because I, I already know what happens kind of at the end yeah. of the book yeah let's but, try our best not to spoil it but yeah yeah but i'm like dude what's actually going to happen to him well see this we can talk about we know from episode three that he is still a jedi so it's like how oh, does he get yeah that that's back true in yeah control? that's true he is still so yeah so how does he because man right now it looks like it's not um he's not he's, he's, he's not headed in a good direction yeah, he's renounced yeah. the Jedi already. He's um, putting it where it doesn't belong, and now he's like full on. He's like killing things with with the Force, which is a big no no. And loving it, and liking it, not just it. killing him. Yeah. yeah, he's fucking wants to do it again, more. Right, and it, it even says too, like he he feels incredibly sad because he feels like something's broken inside of him now. Yeah, now that he's done that. So it's gonna be interesting because we're watching him struggle. He wants to enjoy it, but he knows he shouldn't. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it is going to be interesting to see how, like, how far does he point, go? Yeah, how far does yes. he end up going, and how the hell does he get back? Exactly, because I mean, just this so far, you don't even have to think about the rest of it. This right now, it's like he has gone pretty fucking far. Mm-hmm. What else is he going to do, and how does he get back from that? Right. We know he doesn't kill Dooku, but they're going to attempt it. Mm-hmm. We've talked about in previous episodes. That shouldn't even be on the fucking table for a Jedi. So does that mean it's easy for him to come back because the Jedi have, you know, changed so much, doing shit they shouldn't do? It's not that hard for him to come back? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't. It wasn't so. It wasn't really so easy for. Yeah, it wasn't so easy for Anakin to come back. No, but. <laughs> 22, 23 years later, he did. Right. But at that point, the fucking Jedi were done. So, but yeah, it is. It's going to be really fucking interesting to see how, after everything he's done, not only does he make it back on his own, but how do they accept him back? Let's just finish out this chapter real quick. Well, I mean, that's pretty much it. Like, they have they have another moment together after it's all over with. They basically talk about... She kind of feels a little bad about making him do this, and she tells him, I regret that this is the path you must tread, but it must be done if we're going to uh, defeat Dooku. And he tells her, Dooku's strong, and we will be stronger together. And then, yeah, she says together, and they start sucking face again. Yeah. This time, it's like more than like the last two chapters because it was all montage and shit, not much going on. You want to see it on the screen. Yeah, and once definitely. again, it's got you asking more questions like, where's it going to go? What's going to happen? And I'm I'm pretty sure I've ended almost every episode or at least every other episode saying this. I can't fucking wait to read more. Mm-hmm. That was like the great strength of the Clone Wars. Even though sometimes like with Krell, shit went on too long. Yeah, and sometimes you had real real stinker episodes, and but for the most part, you didn't. Yeah, for the most part, you didn't, and for the most part, you wanted more. Yeah, and the episodes went by really fast. Like, they'd start, Mm -hmm. and then, boom, they're done. They were that good. Well done. Like, for me, even earlier in this episode, I've made clear my affection for those Republic Commando novels. That episode with that Republic Commando is like, oh, shit, I want more of this, and they never really gave us any more. That would have been cool to see if they would have tried working anything from those novels in. Probably they would have. I mean, they were definitely not averse to bringing that kind of shit in. Yeah, very true. Yeah, I mean, not as much as a lot of people complain about or would want, but things that fit, things that work, things that were could be naturally folded into it, they would bring in. I mean, I would be fine with them changing shit just a little bit to fit it in. Mm-hmm. 
I'm, I mean, I'm not married to the text of it. It's like, if you can fit it in, I'd be happier because I've always said I would love to see all of these novels, the new ones and the old ones. I'd love to see them animated. Yeah. Which, that's something, like, they've talked about with Rebels. They're saying there's a lot of rumors that say season three of Rebels is going to be the last season, and then they're going to move on to a series set between six and seven. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard that. I've heard, yeah, I've heard it. Well, see, and then they they say they're going to continue the story of Rebels in, like, quarterly one-hour or two-hour movies. Oh, okay. Well, I'd buy that for a dollar. I've always thought, like, why not fucking make these movies, or these books, and the comics and shit, which... The comics, I really don't need to see because comics are a visual medium. But the novels, why not bring them to life in direct-to-video movies? And like this one specifically, it's based on unused scripts from the TV show. Why fucking make a book? Why not just put out two, you know, hour-and-a-half movies? I think there'd be more money in the movies, wouldn't there? Because they've always said that, yeah, the Star Wars books do semi-well, but... Well, but I I mean, money as in... Take too, take, yeah, it takes, takes too much to make them. Like, their profit margin's probably not real great. Although, book profit margin's probably not that great anymore. It's probably better than, you know, spending millions on a couple episodes or a couple directed DVD movies and as opposed to um, paying an author to write a book and then printing a bunch of them. Yeah, uh, maybe. I don't know. With the legacy that The Clone Wars has left, I think there would be... A pretty decent-sized audience for it. Oh, I know. I, I think so. I think you're right too. I'm. I'm just saying. Just putting on my bean counter hat. Yeah. My corporate hat. I yeah. know how. I know how those people think. I, I, do I, too, I don't. But... I almost never agree with them, but they'll spend a hundred dollars to save a penny. Yeah. Um. But you know, something that seems common sense and like a no-brainer, they'll be like, "Oh, fuck that. We can't do that. That's yeah, that's it's... that's old shit. We don't want to do no old shit. We want to do new shit." True. But I mean, seems like a fucking huge missed opportunity to me. Yeah, I agree. Especially, like I said, with the rumor saying that they're going to continue Rebels that way. Yeah, and maybe they are. Maybe that's on the plan. Maybe that's, you know, they've got to have talked about it. You see at Celebration, they've got whole panels dedicated to one character. So there's oh, got to right. be an audience. Well, um, I believe Filoni just said, watch season three because Ahsoka will be back. Yeah, but I mean, just as a whole, if you can have one panel at a big, you know, oh, convention yeah. like that dedicated to one character alone, yeah, I think that right there should tell you that there's an audience, enough of an audience to take the risk of a couple million dollars to make a movie, a direct-to-video movie. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm just saying, I don't. They I know, probably I don't. Know. They probably don't think that like that. Trust me, I know how they think too. It's all about <laughs> fucking. Anywho, how did you feel about these two chapters? Did we cover that? Um. Yeah, it continues to be good. I mean, this one yeah. really ended well. Like we said, it left me questioning this guy's future. Yeah. I, I can't, I have no idea how he's going to not be a changed person after all this. Yeah. Hard to come back from again. Yeah, we don't normally see a Jedi get this dark and then not continue on. Yeah. I mean, again, EU. I've got to keep coming back to that because that's my main Star Wars knowledge. Like, uh, Mace, he was real in touch with the dark side. And he was a master. Because, like, his form, he created one of the seven forms of lightsaber combat that the Jedi used. His form uh, that he created was real fucking in touch with the dark side and kind of... Aggressive. Yeah, walking that line of almost using it. Because I think we talked about that novel Shatterpoint, which I didn't like. Mm -hmm. In there, there's a lot of 
him struggling to use that form that he uses and not, you know, push it too far and go into that dark, into the dark side. Hmm. As you said, it's interesting. It's real fucking interesting to see where it's all going and how it'll all play out in the end. Yeah, and I'm also curious to see is Asajj being completely honest about her feelings. Oh, shit! What? Yeah, that's something we need to talk about. We didn't talk about. Sometime in these chapters, she was talking about her internal monologue was about how she was starting to feel guilty about lying to him about his master. Oh, right, because... Yeah, like when is she gonna? Oh, yeah, that's gonna become a factor because she, yeah, she thinks that in this chapter, like how long before I should tell him the truth that I'm the one who killed his master and not Dooku? Yeah, she, she's she's got to wait until after he after they kill Dooku because she's created this this false monster. rage. Yeah, hello. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, she's created this false ang this false rage in Voss towards him. And they need that in order to be successful. So she can't tell him that until after the mission. So it puts everything in jeopardy. Yeah. Even though that she has taught him to tap into it. Right. Yeah. So she, so I think that will become that will we will see her reveal that at some point. Yeah. Which I uh, think okay. is going to put throw a huge wrench. She thinks it's not going to be that big of a deal that she can. There ain't no way in hell. Smooth, smooth it over, but. Mm, I don't think so. Yeah, there ain't no way in hell he'll be like, oh, that's okay, baby. Come here, let's fucking kiss again. Like, I went to the dark side for you. Yeah, I went for th- I went to the dark side for your pasty puss. Oh, God. <laughs> Filthy alliteration. I know, I I love me some alliteration. <laughs> and if it's filthy, it's even better. So, yeah, that's another big question, you know? Yeah, what happens when he finds out the truth about her? Does he go ape shit, or... Yeah, but I was thinking even even more like, you know, I'm still not trusting that this is she's not playing a game with him. It's probably ah. not. It's probably not because they have made it. They've gone out of their way to make it seem like she's being genuine. So I would hope that they wouldn't pull some lame swerve at the end where she was just using him to get to Dooku. Yeah, that would be not that great. No. All of a sudden she turns on him. No, that's... Yeah. No, I think it's way more interesting for it to go this way. Yeah. Ready to get into our uh, thank yous then? Yeah. You want to do some thank yous and we'll get out of here? First of all, let's thank the ladies that did the um, intro with me. Batcat37 and TESD Groupie did a little bit of voice acting for us that's pretty fucking good. Mm -hmm. Is this Groupie's first voice acting gig? Um, I think it might be, isn't it? I, I don't, don't know. I don't know that I'm. I've ever heard of her doing it before. I've heard her. She's been speak interviewed and stuff. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't. I, I. Yeah, we might have broke her into voice acting. Look at us discovering stars. Yeah, no shit. And Cat, she's done quite a few things for my channel. Yeah, I thought so. I thought that was she's helped you out. She's helped you yeah. before. Yeah. Um. Let's see. And then. For the logo, thanks to again to at Sherry says. As we keep saying, it still hasn't gotten boring. We we still love it. And then thanks to at the J Sarge for the intro music that we use on every fucking thing we do. And be sure to listen to his uh, new podcast. Or well, I don't know how new it is at this point, but hey, it's still new to me. Jeff knows so, nothing. Yes, there we are. And you can find it on SoundCloud or. Ask him about it. He'll provide a link. Or just ask around. We'll tell you how to find it, which is what we're supposed to be doing now, but I'm, I've am i gone brain dead and I can't remember. Yeah, it's been a long day. Yeah, no shit. 
And then, obviously, our shit. We're part of the High Alt Pod Network. You can find that at highaltpod.net. We're on iTunes, Google Play, and then, obviously, find us at nerdblitz.com. Follow us on Twitter, at nerdblitzpod. You are... At Fitzman73. I'm at the Scooby Doom. His other podcast and Twitter account is... At JJ2End. And how do they find your other podcast? Uh, just jump to uh, JJ2End.com. Okay. <laughs> I, told oh. you, I told you it's been a long day. Hey, I'm not fucking breaking your balls about it. <laughs> I know, man. <laughs> um, my other Twitter account for everything I do is at TSDJA Production. Oh, and be sure to follow us or subscribe to us on YouTube. Just search Nerd Blitz on YouTube. We've got all kinds of cool shit for you there. Is that everything? I think that's everything for this week. Okay, so until next week. Bookmark it. This has been a feature of JJ2E Media and TSDJA Productions.